The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. And I'm interviewing such a great woman who I've had on the program before. We're talking about understanding and protecting against and fighting breast cancer. My guest is Dr. Christine Horner, who's an MD. Her book is Waking the Warrior Goddess. This is the third edition, updated and expanded. And this book is about Dr. Christine Horner's program to protect against and fight breast cancer. Welcome, Christine. Oh, thank you so much. It's a delight to be back on your show. Yeah, it really is. All right. Let's, um, let's first talk about, I think, ways that you think that we can lower our risk of cancer. I mean, there are several things we can do. What would you say first is one thing we should look at? Sure. So um, just, you know, a little background. You know, I was a uh, board-certified general surgeon and plastic surgeon and did a lot of breast reconstructive surgery and noticed my patients getting younger and younger until finally I'm working on women in their 20s. And I thought, okay, something's something's wrong and there's got to be something that people can do. And this was back like in the early 1990s and then my own mom got breast cancer and died from it within about nine months. So I was really, you know, looking to see if there was any answers, you know, that women could do to help to lower their risk. And we really didn't know much, you know, back then. And certainly I wasn't taught anything in my Western, you know, medical training. And so I started going through the medical research and had no idea what I was going to find because I thought all the ph- the uh, research was done by pharmaceutical companies. But I literally found thousands of studies that showed exactly why we have a breast cancer epidemic and prostate mm. cancer and colon cancer and ill health in general and all the things that we're doing to contribute to it and the things that we traditionally don't do in this culture that are highly protective and they were all natural. So food, supplements, herbs, lifestyle choices. In fact, the research shows that about 95% of the cases of breast cancer could be prevented mm. just diet and lifestyle choices alone. Mm. So, you know, as far as the one thing, that's always a tough thing because there's, you know, so many things that have such a profound influence, but probably I would would just kind of globally say diet, you know, has, um, uh, you know, one of the biggest impacts, and that's because we know that there's so many things like the American diet and lifestyle, which is based on, you know, burgers and fries and colas, and that those are just recipes for diabetes, heart disease, and cancers, and and um, and that eating primarily a plant-based diet and organic, you know, so lots and lots of uh, organically grown plants, so fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and omega-3 fatty acids, and those are really kind of the keys for the foundation. You know, I, I just want to ask you, I want to ask Christina, Christine, how important is organic? Does that really make a difference? 
Uh, yeah, it really does, and, and for a variety of different reasons. But, you know, one is that we definitely know that conventional farming uses a lot of pesticides and herbicides, and, and you know, when they do some of the um, tests on some of these plants, they'll find 17 to 24 different pesticide residues mm. that are present on the surface wow. of it. And and wow. years ago, I mean, I you know, could have been like 15 years ago or something like that, the United States government actually came out and said it was unsafe for children under 40 pounds to be eating any kind of conventional fruits and vegetables because wow. all this, quote, safety testing was done on adults and not on mm. children. Mm. So I think it's extraordinarily important to... Um, uh, minimize the amount of toxic chemicals that you have, you know, on your fruits and vegetables. In particular, you can't really rinse all that off. And then, you know, it's kind of supporting the um, sustainability of the earth, too, because those uh, kinds of farming practices, it's like those things leach into our water and, um, you know, contaminate our water and everything. And and then there's, you know, when they do studies looking at nutritional content of organic foods, the vast majority of them show that there is high higher nutritional, higher antioxidant, you know, values within organic, you know, foods as well. Now, let let me ask you this. This is amazing to me. You say that caffeinated coffee, of all the foods and nutritional supplements tested, drinking several cups a day can lower the risk of cancer in women with the BRCA mutation more than any other up to 70%. Caffeinated coffee? Oh, no. Isn't that a great fun-filled fact? I mean, everybody thinks, okay, so now I have to change my diet and my lifestyle, and it's going to be some boring, tasteless, awful stuff. And, uh, you know, what you're mentioning as far as the BRCA1 gene mutation, that's what Angelina Jolie has, and she brought a lot of attention to it. But the BRCA1 gene is a gene that we all have, and it governs tumor suppression and also DNA repair. And so in women who have the BRCA1 gene mutation, there's um, it's defective in their ability to produce these proteins that help to suppress the growth of tumors and also their DNA repair mechanisms are damaged as well and we have damage that occurs to our DNA all the time from environmental toxins and oxygen free radicals and so forth and then we have these repair mechanisms that uh, identify it and take care of it and in people who have the BRCA1 gene mutation their repair mechanisms are defective and so they're not able to repair their DNA um, you know as well and if you look at the blood samples of these women you'll see that there's an increased amount of fragmentation of these of the DNA, but you know one of the things that's been really great um, in research in the last you know decade or so is that once we mapped out the human genome, um, there's just a tremendous amount of research where we've been testing all sorts of different things on very specific genes to see whether it activates it, shuts it down, or what kind of effect it has on that gene. So with these women with the BRCA1 gene mutation, there's been lots of studies that have been done looking specifically at various different foods and supplements and what kind of an effect it has on the BRCA1 gene. So we know that you can actually reduce your risk hundreds of percentages of by uh, knowing specifically what you need to avoid and what you need to favor. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and you have many things in here. Selenium, you talk about, again, coffee, Talk about right. cruciferous cruci- um, vegetables. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Broccoli. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you omega mentioned 3s. caffeinated coffee can actually drop the risk by seventy percent. I know that amazes people. me. 
That amazes yeah, me. Yeah, with the PRCA1 gene mutation. Yeah. In normal people, it drops about 40%, so we know for sure it doesn't increase it. So, you know, I always right. say, well, you know, this is a, uh, a case in point that, um, you know, things aren't black and white, they're gray, and you right. can say, but caffeinated coffee, but, 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 you know, it increases your stress hormones and demineralizes your bones and can make you anxious. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I mean, yeah. I think it can. It depends on who you are. I Coffee's exactly. too tough for totally. me. It, it makes me yeah. nervous. I have to drink tea, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, we all have different. Yeah, exactly. But for those of us who love to drink coffee, like <laughs> me, <laughs> you don't have to feel bad about it. You know, it's bad about it where you think it's something that's just universally bad for you, and it's not. It actually decreases the risk of all sorts of other kinds of diseases from Parkinson's yep. and Alzheimer's and, oh, and cool. diabetes and things like that. Now, selenium is a really interesting uh, for women with the BRCA1 gene mutation because selenium is something that's involved in the DNA repair mechanism, and so there was a study that was done in Europe where they did a double-blinded placebo-controlled study, so this is our golden standard, and they used women, that 200 women with a BRCA1 gene mutation, half of them received selenium and half of them received a, a placebo, and nobody knew who was getting what, that's that, uh, what means double-blinded, mm-hmm. that the, the mm-hmm. per- person doesn't know what they're getting and the doctors don't even know, so that there can be no um, you know, influence in the results with it, and so after two years, what they found was that when they looked in the blood of the women who were taking the selenium, the DNA fragments where they had extra fragments had gone down to normal and their incidence of uh, breast cancer had gone down by 200%. So unbelievably, you know, significant. Yeah, Yeah. we really need to pay attention. I want to ask you about sleep because I think that's very underestimated. Mm -hmm. People don't realize how important that is. Talk about the importance of sleep. Sure. So, you know, one of the things that we know as being human beings is that there's actually some rules for us to follow. And I'm certified in a system of medicine called Ayurveda, which is a traditional system of medicine from India. And Deepak Chopra, you know, talks about it. But, um, you know, one of the really uh, interesting aspects of Ayurveda is that they tell you about, it's kind of the, you know, rule book or guidebook about, you know, the rules we have to play by by being a human being. And, you know, we know we have to sleep or we don't do very well. We know we have to eat or, you know, or else we don't do very well. But there's really you know, hundreds of different recommendations that Ayurveda has and sometimes based on your particular body type too that um, that tell you what you need to do in order to keep your body in balance. So sleep is one of the most crucial things, you know, beyond diet. Actually, Ayurveda has these three pillars of health and diet and digestion are uh, one of the pillars and the second pillar is sleep because it's just so incredibly important and it's a, a time period when our body goes through all sorts of kind of detoxification and repair and, and if you stay up too late at night, there's all sorts of really horrible things that happen, mostly based on hormonal imbalances that occur and it starts with our uh, hormone melatonin which is our sleep hormone And what happens is you start to get a rise in melatonin when it gets dark out. And then if you go to bed before 10 o'clock, there's a peak that occurs in the melatonin levels between midnight and 2 a.m., which you absolutely don't want to miss because if you do, the consequences are spectacular. And what they found is that, um, you know, everything's kind of... Uh, interacts with everything else. So it's not like melatonin is working in isolation, but all the other hormones are interacting with each other. And so if people stay up to midnight, 
on a regular basis, they have a flattened melatonin uh, level. But in addition to that, um, there's also changes that occur in their insulin sensitivity and cortisol levels and on and on. And so they found that people who stay up to midnight on a regular basis have twice the incidence of heart disease, diabetes. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, and, um, <clears throat> you know, certain types of cancers and obesity, you know, too, because mm-hmm. your calories just go straight to fat. You don't, your, your cells don't absorb them. You know, after 10 o'clock, they've shut down to do their, you know, detoxification. So, super, super important. Now, to Angela and Joey's credit. Okay, we've got about two minutes to to go to to break. Go ahead. Okay, that's fine. You know, to to her credit, when she, you know, she decided to have her um, breasts removed, and then she also decided to have her ovaries removed, too, and Mm. she wrote a a New York Times op-ed, you know, announcing that she had her ovaries removed just, you know, a few months ago, and, um, you know, to her credit, she said in that op-ed that this was a very personal decision for her, and it wasn't that she recommended that for all women to do that, that there were other options, and that, you know, she encouraged people to, um, you know, discover their, their options and work with natural paths or, you know, find out more natural techniques that you could do in order to, to minimize your risk. So um, I thought that that was really a great thing that she said. And, you know, the other thing that is um, real important with this is that with that BRCA1 gene mutation, the risk of breast and ovarian cancer aren't the only cancers that go up. There's all sorts of cancers that go up and organs you can't remove, you know, like the pancreas and the colon and the gallbladder and the and even getting melanoma. So keeping the immune system strong is really considered one of the most important things to uh, really minimize your risk and, and then, like I said, some of these things that specifically target the BRCA gene. Great. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we are talking to Dr. Christine Horner. Her book is Waking the Warrior Goddess, um, Dr. Christine Horner's program to protect against and fight breast cancer. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Do you love to travel? Now, that's a silly question, isn't it? Who doesn't love to travel? Join Lindsay T. Boyd, a.k.a. the Dreamweaver, for Travel Time. A professional travel agent, Lindsay will spotlight the world of travel, from maps and other travel tools to make your trips easier, to your rights as a passenger, to different aspects of travel, such as sports, faith, or experiential vacations. Travel Time with Lindsay T. Boyd, Dreamweaver, airs live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Show. And we are here with Dr. Christine Horner. MD. Her book is Waking the Warrior Goddess, and it's her program to fight to protect against and fight breast cancer. Dr. Horner is a nationally recognized surgeon, author, professional speaker, and relentless champion for women's health. The first edition of this book, and it's now its third edition, won the 2006 Independent Publisher Book Award for Best Book of the Year for Health, Nutrition, and Medicine. Okay, welcome back, Christine. Um, let's talk about how to keep our immune system healthy. You know, what are what are kind of the pitfalls and and that we can get we can fall into, and how do we keep it healthy to prevent sure. breast cancer? Well, you know, the, I mean, our immune system is kind of the common denominator for a lot of things that we um, you know know that help to either increase the risk of cancers or, or to decrease it, and. Our body produces cancer cells all the time. It's just kind of a normal part of our physiology. And so the immune system is what keeps us well. It will have cells in there that will recognize the cancer cells and eliminate it. And always it's, there's, you know, something where you see where somebody develops cancer, the, one of the reasons is because there's some, something that's caused the immune system to not function um, mm-hmm. optimally. And it could be, you know, we talked about sleep, so staying up too late at night, having too much stress in your life, eating sugar is, you know, one of the big things that will absolutely, you know, stop your immune system. In fact, they found after a sugary meal the the function and the numbers of immune cells that you have that are circulating in your blood can drop by 90% for five Mm. hours afterwards. So it really slugs your immune system. So, um, you know, keeping your immune system strong is like super, super important for your overall health. And and so one thing that I kind of like to start with, because it's just the easiest thing in the world and anybody can do it, is to start with some uh, nutritional supplements. And what we know is that medicinal mushrooms um, are, are actually kind of the best things that act as to help to support the immune system. And there's one particular supplement that um, I like, which is called AHCC, or Active Hexose Correlated Compound, which is why we call it AHCC. But it's out of Japan, and they've done hundreds of studies on it, and they found that it helps to support every single cell type in the immune system and really does this amazing job at keeping the immune system kind of functioning optimally. And so there's actually a reduction in all sorts of different kinds of cancers, not only breast cancer, but prostate cancer and even pancreatic cancer and melanomas. And and they actually prescribe AHCC in the hospitals in Japan because the survival statistics are so much better. So um, it will actually kill off uh, viruses and bacteria and everything. So I started taking it a few years ago and, 
around, um, <clears throat> I'm always like knocking on wood here. I haven't, I mean, normally I'd get a cold, you know, maybe once or twice a year, particularly with all the flying I do. And ever mm. since I've been taking it, I haven't. <laughs> and, uh, it's just great. But, um, anyway, I think, you know, the main thing for it definitely is, you know, the um, hundreds of studies, as I said, that really shows that it reduces your risk of all sorts of different kinds of uh, cancers and, and keeps your immune system strong. Now, I never rely on a supplement alone. And, of course, a supplement, I think the name implies that it's meant to be a supplement. So you definitely want to build that on a foundation of good, healthy diet and lifestyle. Um, but at least it's something that you can do today. Everybody can, you know, to give themselves kind of a boost of health and then um, gradually uh, improve your diet and lifestyle. Um, so <clears throat> that's, you know, like I said, kind of the common denominator you want to have as a foundation. And then um, many of the different foods and supplements that have been shown to be effective in lowering the risk of breast cancer um, are the exact same things that will work specifically on the BRCA1 gene, too. So, for example, mm-hmm. omega-3 fatty acids. Um, you know, we know that those are really crucial for health, and that's another thing that I recommend everybody take supplemental omega-3 fatty acids every day because. Um, it's our body <clears throat> uses fat in order to make the cell membranes, and so they found that if you have um, enough omega-3 fatty acids in your body, it makes the cell main mem- membranes flexible, and they work, you know, optimally. And if you are eating more of the bad fats, a higher level of omega-6s or saturated animal fats, it makes the membranes stiff and then they don't function as well. Also, omega-3 fatty acids are really, really potent anti-inflammatories, and we know that inflammation is something that plays a key role in the initiation and progression of every chronic disease, including uh, certain cancers, breast, prostate, and colon cancer, are really sensitive to inflammation, so it helps to you know, lower the inflammation, and it will work specifically on the BRCA1 gene. Vitamin D mm. is one where just yeah. thousands and thousands of studies, and again, that one, you know, has uh, got uh, an effect directly on the BRCA1 gene, you know, as well. Flax seeds, you know, we've heard tons on that, and that's mm-hmm. actually considered the most powerful food you can consume in order to lower your risk of breast cancer. They've also found it's uh, effective for lowering the risk of ovarian cancer as well. Mm. Um, and uh, green tea, uh, you know, we know is, is a medicinal uh, beverage, and it has, you know, very powerful anti-cancer effects, works directly on the BRCA1 gene, and they found that it will reduce the risk of ovarian cancer by 80%. Um, wow. You know, in one study with that. So, hmm. um, well, I want to ask you, Christine, about something, and that is for women who have been on estrogen and mm-hmm. maybe are take, not taking estrogen now, but might be taking the compounded estrogen. So, uh-huh. uh, how do you feel about that or taking estrogen cream that's compounded? Right. Well, you know, what we know is that there's a direct relationship between the amount of estrogen that a woman is exposed to and her risk of developing breast cancer. So the more estrogen she's exposed to, the higher her risk. And this, you know, whole phase here that we're going through with the bioidentical hormones, it's like we haven't tested them long term. I mean, it's kind of the same story that we had with the pharmaceutical ones where it's like all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is the best thing that, you know, has ever hit the planet. Everyone should take it. And so everybody starts taking it. And then we we've realized that there's this huge increased risk of breast cancer as well as many other health conditions, gallbladder disease and blood clots and all sorts of things. And so we haven't done, you have to follow uh, people for 20 years to get accurate data for breast cancer. That has not been done with bioidentical hormones. And, 
you know, my, my philosophy is that um, we weren't created with having to do hormones. <laughs> you know, we are created in perfection. And, and so when people have severe menopausal symptoms, it's because their bodies are out of balance. And instead of going, oh, what am I doing that's creating these imbalances and correcting those, and your menopausal symptoms go away right away. I mean, I've had people where, you know, they start going to bed before 10 o'clock and their hot flashes instantly go away. Mm. So for me, the, the menopausal symptoms are telling you that something within your diet and lifestyle is out of balance, and once you correct those things, then all the symptoms go away and you don't have to take, dan- you know, potentially dangerous hormones. So yeah. Yeah. in rare circumstances, if you've had surgery, like a surgical menopause, yes, you need to have some hormonal support, you know, to begin with, but then you want to, you know, gradually switch over, which you can do until you, you know, balance your your own body okay. with that because we definitely know it increases the risk. All right. Well, let's talk about, we're almost at the end here. So what would you like to leave our listeners with today about waking the warrior goddess? For sure, women who so. want to prevent breast cancer and be healthy, what's your message? You know, the Getting healthy and staying healthy is incredibly easy. In fact, everything that I found, um, all the different individual things that help to protect against breast cancer, each one of them cut the risk in half, like vitamin D cuts the risk in half, and flax seeds and so forth. So in all of these things, their effects will multiply. They don't add up together. They multiply up together. So it becomes incredibly simple to dramatically lower your risk. And we have so much more control over our health than we think that we do. I mean, we're not victims to it. I mean, we have huge control of it. And so working with a really knowledgeable um, kind of naturopath or uh, physicians that's more holistic that can help you with your diet and lifestyle that you can achieve really amazingly good health in a very short period of time by just doing some few simple changes. Mm. Well, I really, really want to thank you for being on the program. How can people find your book? So the best thing um, to get a hold of me is to go through my website, which is drchristinehorner.com, D-R-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-H-O-R-N-E-R.com. I have a free newsletter. I also offer consultations for mostly newly diagnosed breast cancer patients, but telephone consultations all over the country. And if you want an autographed copy of my book, you can get it through my website. It's also, my book is also available on, you know, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, mm-hmm. and all the other sites too. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. All right. All right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. This closes up our edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.